This is the Unlimited Life podcast show with Zara Mahoon and Teresa Shaver. Zara has been a teacher of the Law of Attraction for over 10 years and Teresa an avid student. Together, Teresa and Zara will share questions, inquiries, strategies, tools, processes, and advice on using the Law of Attraction to benefit you in your life and your business. Teresa came up with the idea for the podcast when searching for a Law of Attraction podcast It was challenging for her to find one that was 15 to 20 minutes long and give you that quick hit of information and inspiration for an unlimited life to unfold. Join us in this episode as we talk about how to use the law of attraction in your life. Hi. Hi, Zara. Today I'd love to talk about momentum, what it is, how do you control it, What's the story about? I know it's a law of attraction term. Yes. Love to get your perspective on what it is. Momentum is the speed with which you're moving towards a manifestation, which could be either positive or negative. So you could classify the momentum as being negative momentum or positive momentum, depending on where you are on the emotional scale. So if you are vibrating a higher emotion above the worry line, then the momentum that you're generating is probably taking you closer to uh, the type of manifestation that you want to experience. And if you're lower down on the emotional scale, for example, at blame or guilt or anger, now you're generating a momentum that is taking you towards a manifestation on the subject but it's not what you want. The more time you spend thinking about a subject in either a positive manner or a negative manner, the more speed you have, the more acceleration or momentum you have towards that manifestation. Right. Is it something you can control? Absolutely. Of course you can. The first thing is to understand whether it's negative momentum you're generating or positive momentum. Right. I find that that's where people usually get mixed up because a lot of times people think that they are thinking positively, but they're really not thinking positively. Then something shows up and they're like, well, I wasn't asking for that. So why did it show up? Right. And when people say things like that, it's a clear indication that they're not aware of where they are on the emotional scale and they're not aware how they're thinking their thoughts. How do they become aware of how they think in their thoughts? Actually, the way you become aware is by your manifestations. Your manifestations are your indicator of how you're thinking your thoughts. Because if things keep showing up in your life that make you feel like life's not going the way you want it to, that really means that you're not thinking thoughts and therefore you're not generating emotions that are positive. Well, then, of course, your momentum is working. It's just not working in a positive way. That's right. It's working against you rather than working for you. So that's when you stop and you say, okay, I need to change what I'm doing. And then you go and change it. There are two things. Post-manifestation awareness, meaning manifestation happens. You look at it. Oh, that's not what I wanted. And then you do something about it. That's post-manifestational awareness. Pre-manifestational awareness is also there. And that's how you feel. How you feel is also an indicator. If you wake up in the morning and you're just feeling tired and you're not ready to go and you're not looking forward to your day, that means you're not in a good place. Everybody knows how to tell the difference between whether or not they're having a good day or whether or not they're having a good moment in time, right? 
And that's what you need to be aware of. And it's tricky, Teresa. And it's tricky because I can tell you that when you become someone who starts calling themselves strong, I'm strong. Doesn't matter what happens. I'm strong. I get through it. That means I ignore my feelings because that's what we're taught. We're taught to be strong in the face of negative feelings. You're not feeling good. Never mind. Bite your tongue. Suck it up, buttercup. Exactly. We're all familiar with those terms. We've we've learned them well. And you know, the biggest thing is it's not other people saying those things to us. Mostly it's us saying them to ourselves. Yes. We don't allow ourselves to throw a tantrum, but if we did, we would feel better. (laughs) Would we? We would. We would go up the emotional scale. Now, you don't have to throw a public tantrum. You can go lock yourself up in the bathroom and throw a couple of things around, right? Yes, Nobody has to see it, but getting that negative energy out of you does give you relief. And when you have relief, you go up the emotional scale. What happens is it's really interesting, but people kind of go circular. So here they are either at blame or guilt. Mostly I hate myself because I shouldn't have done that thing that I did, or I hate that person because they shouldn't have done the thing that they did to me. Those are the most common emotions. From there, people go up the emotional scale naturally to a place of anger. Right. Right? And then they have vengeful thoughts. I'm going to slash their tires. I'm going to key the car. Whatever. Rotten eggs, toilet paper all over their lawn. I don't know. Right? And when we have that anger and when we have those vengeful thoughts in us, we stop ourselves. We say, that's wrong. I shouldn't be feeling this way. I shouldn't be feeling this way. This is wrong. And then you stop. And instead of thinking a better feeling thought that takes you further up the emotional scale, most people go back to blame and guilt. I'm horrible. I'm thinking these thoughts. Some people say, oh, God, strike me dead. Yeah. So you go back down and then you just keep living in that circle of emotions. Whereas if you get to revenge and you just enjoy that revenge in your mind, instead of acting it out. And then you ask yourself, what can I think that feels a little bit better? Yeah. And then you start, your mind will offer up those thoughts to you when you ask for them. What can I think that's a little bit better? Well, I can think that things will not stay the same. I can think that the future can be better than the past. I can tell myself that there's a solution to the situation. And if I let it go, the solution will show up. I can tell myself that I have the option to trust the universe. And if I trust the universe, things will work out for me, right? That's soothing self-talk. And even though it doesn't seem like much, it helps you feel a little bit better. Yes, it does. Right? That's the key. You go up the emotional scale, then life becomes better. You have positive momentum from that. And then why do people go through like positive, negative, positive, negative? We mentioned before in the past, One of our Mm -hmm. episodes, we talked about how do you stay positive every day? Well, you don't. You don't because it's not normal, right? No. And it's really not what life is about. Because if you think about it, and I don't know if you've had this discussion before, but as I explain it, an orgasm is fun because it's what you're reaching for. It's the crescendo and then it subsides. But if you stayed in an orgasm all the time, it would be bloody painful. (laughs) 
right? So we are not supposed to stay in a place of joy because it becomes meaningless. Or bliss, right? It becomes meaningless if you stay there all the time. The fact that makes it interesting is the contrast between things that happen in our life that make us want to reach for better things, that make us give birth to our preferences and our desires. And then we reach those desires and we give birth to new desires. It's a process. As long as we are alive, we will always be wanting something. So talking about we will give birth to these desires, why are we on this earth? Why are human beings here? Well, that's going off on a tangent from where we started. The answer might surprise you. It might. It might surprise you, but I'll give it to you anyway, because I don't mind surprising you. (laughs) I like your surprises. Okay, so here's what I've been able to understand so far. And I used to ask this question, and now I think I have a good grasp on the answer. You know how scientists say that there's a finite amount of matter in the world, in the universe, and matter only changes form. It, you can't create more and you can't destroy it. It just changes form. Let me give you an example. If I take this matter, it's physical matter, and I burn it, it turns into two things, gases and ashes. But those gases can solidify again and the ashes can become something else. So matter always changes form, it never goes away. You can't can't destroy it. You cannot destroy it. But scientists, because of their limited current awareness, also say that you can't create more matter. However, what they haven't caught up with yet, and I think it's, they're going to catch up really soon because of quantum physics, is that all of us humans are matter-generating machines. We, the thoughts that we think, we are giving, we are creating new matter in the form of energy through the thoughts that we think. That thought is a form of energy, And thought becomes thought form, and then thought form becomes manifest. So, but our thoughts are not existing matter that we are converting into something. We, each physical body, is a thought generating machine that, and that is why when Abraham of Abraham Hicks say that we are contributing to the expansion of the universe, we are literally contributing to the expansion of the universe because we are like mini factories manufacturing more matter. More matter means a bigger universe. The universe is expanding with every thought that we think. And that is why they say, It doesn't matter whether you're thinking negative thoughts or positive thoughts. The expansion of the universe is taking place. So why not enjoy the process? You are here because you're contributing by being here to the expansion of the universe. Why not enjoy the process? We don't have to struggle through it. We can can enjoy the process of doing what we were sent here to do, generating more energy. But we get lost from this. Well, because we never really know it, you see. Yes. We never really know it because if we knew it, then we would 
take it too easy. We'd become lazy, sloppy thinkers. If you think about the people who say, who really turn themselves inside out, trying to figure out what was I brought to this earth to do, right? Mm -hmm. And that really makes some people full of angst and depression and addiction and all that kind of stuff because they've lost that alignment or they don't know what that alignment is. Well, the thing is, Teresa, you have to be willing to allow yourself to formulate empowering beliefs. And we know that in so many other things. We say, oh, you know, if you change the way you look at things, then what you look at changes. If you believe you can, you can. If you don't believe you can, then you can't, right? We know all these things intuitively. And even at that level, when where people are trying to find their life purpose or they're trying to find how the universe works and what their role in all of it is, you have to decide whether or not you want to believe in something. Would you not much rather believe in something that makes you feel good about your existence rather yes, than- Yes, we would. I, I would, but I, why is it that we torture ourselves with the same old patterns all the time? Or you know. It's a habit. It's like any other addiction. Thought can become an addiction. Right. A certain type of thought can become an addiction. And it is most primal type of addictions is thought addiction. This is in my very first book that I wrote, I wrote these words, thought addiction, because that's what it really is. And that is what depression is. Depression is thought addiction of the negative type. It's very interesting that you just mentioned that because I was going to say our next episode, I'd like to talk about depression. (laughs) We can heal depression. So I think it would be good to end here because I think you covered momentum. We covered a little bit of the start of the universe or why humans are here. And I'd love to just end it over here. I think that's good for this episode and go on to uh, talking about depression. And Sounds how we good. Feel. the heart and mind alignment method. The purpose of the course is to help people get rid of the negative beliefs that are holding them back and to help them understand how law of attraction really works. First part of the course deals with expectation. You want it, but do you expect it? And how to figure out whether or not you're doing it right. How to figure out where your expectation is. Because a lot of times what happens is we think that we want something and we expect it to happen, but we are not really expecting it. So there are exercises in the course that help us to determine where our expectation is. And then from there, we move on into the next module where we actually take these expectations and we turn them around towards more positive stuff. So there are exercises then that you do in order to find out what those negative beliefs are. Here's the thing. If we knew what our negative beliefs were, we would deal with them right away. We would say erase, delete, get rid of, right? The fact of the matter is if we're not being able to manifest something, then there are negative beliefs that are getting in the way, but we don't know where to find them and how to deal with them. So module two in the course is all about being able to do that. To uncover the negative beliefs. Uncover the negative beliefs. Very then cool. in, 
In module three, we go through an exercise that actually helps take these beliefs and turn them around. Turn them around in a way that they will never come back. By the end of the module, you will have dealt with all the things that are holding you back. And then it's about increasing positive momentum or doing enough appreciation that you create the momentum that you need in order for the manifestation that you want to take place. There are techniques in how you create specific momentum that's related to the manifestation that you would like to see taking place. That's what the course is all about. Right. One, of, one of the most important things about this is there are subjects in our lives that if we stop thinking about them, they will go away, momentum will subside and things will improve. That's why they say time is a healer. But then there are those subjects in our lives that cannot be dealt with in that manner because the bill collector will call again tomorrow and the next day and the next day. The mortgage still needs to get paid every month. Rent still needs to go out every month. You have pain in your body. It can't just say, okay, I'm not going to look at it because it is going to make you notice it. Same thing happens with relationships. You live with someone and you're going to wake up in bed with them the next day as well. So if you haven't done anything to shift your beliefs, these things don't go away. And that's what the course is all about, is to help people to get that relief so that positive things can start happening. Okay. It goes with a, a Facebook group where you always have access to me. I actually help people to go through the exercises during the live Q&As that I do within the group. So you have a lot of help and support. So that's really what the, the course is all about. When they get to the link, it shows you how to pay and go through the whole process, right? Yes, that's right. How much is the course? Just now, it's uh, my launch, so I'm offering a discount on it. It's uh, 197 US, and when I relaunch it in January, the price will change and it will be more. Okay, wonderful. I know that I'm just getting started in it as well. I love the opening video, and I'm really excited about doing it. And just going through it, like to me, the more I can spend time growing me, I grow everything in my life. If I grow me yes. and feel set. Yes, absolutely. Best thing I can ever do for myself. So yeah. I, I personally love working on that. I'll have that in the show notes for everybody. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you for joining us this week on the Unlimited Life podcast. Zara and I were happy to have you here. I will put in the show notes some more resources for you to refer to, but join us at her website zedmahoon.com or even on the Facebook page Unlimited Life Law of Attraction Facebook group where we have many discussions around the Law of Attraction and its application into your life. Thank you for being with us today listening to this episode. If you liked what you heard please give us a review and join us again as you unfold a beautiful life.